Hello, folks, and welcome back to Chris White Africa. This is Chris in central Pennsylvania. Update today on South African Airways, the defunct airline, the once proud national carrier, which became an embarrassment and a loss maker, not turning profit for a decade now, over a decade since South African Airways last turned to profit. It has been suckling off the teat of the state coffers at the expense of South African taxpayers, providing less and less service and taking more and more money out of the pockets of those who pay taxes in South Africa. But the airline was in business rescue for 16 months or bankruptcy in plain English for those rest of us out there that don't understand these lofty language of the South African system. South African Minister Pravin Gordhan has announced the sale of a 51% stake in South African Airways or SAA to the Takatso Consortium. Now that's a Sisutu word that means aspiring. Now, the Takatsu Consortium is comprised of two main groups, the Harith General Partners and Global Airways Group. These two groups uh, will make up the organization that gets 51% of this. But 16 months of bankruptcy, no flights. It's currently not flying. And why is that? It has no pilots. South African Airways fired all their pilots. And its workforce has been reduced by 80% from what it was just 16 months ago. All of its passengers are currently being gobbled up by competitors, both domestic and international. So what exactly is South African Airways doing still existing? It's a bankrupt organization with virtually no aircraft, just barely close to 10 aircraft left. Its best aircraft didn't even belong to it. The A350 was leased, and they both returned to the people that own them. So they have old aircraft. They have no pilots. They have 20% of the original workforce. They have a skeletal fleet. What's going on here? Why would anybody buy into this? Well, that's an interesting question. I would say that there is some hope, but not a lot. And the some hope comes in the form of former Comair CEO and Kululu founder, as well as the recently launched Lyft airline founder, and that's Gidden Novik. Gidden Novik is a seasoned aviation industry expert who knows what he's doing. He's been very successful with one airline after another. And bringing him into this could make a positive impact, potentially, despite the challenges. But here's the questionable part about this. The other partner, this is the one who runs Harith General Partners, is Chepo Mahalolo. Now, Chepo was a deputy finance minister under Thabo Mbeki a number of years ago, so he's clearly a connected ANC cadre, and therein lies the problem. One of the biggest challenges with South African Airways, of course, is that it became a patron's machine. It became a place for the ANC to stick its idiotic, unqualified morons, but keep them close and loyal by collecting salaries doing nothing distorting every aspect of South African Airways business, having a CEO and board president who signed them up to ridiculously overpriced deals to get services that they could have gotten for a song elsewhere. It's very corrupt, very inept, very much a poor excuse for an airline. And that's what led it to bankruptcy, not the pandemic. <laughs> this airline was on its deathbed long before the pandemic. Over a decade since it last turned a profit. But here's a real question, and I ask this, in light of the recent block by the Competition Commission in South Africa, which blocked the sale of Grand Parade's assets in the Burger King restaurant franchise, 90 restaurants in South Africa, they tried to sell for nearly 700 million rand, couldn't find a buyer because it was losing money before the pandemic, and nobody wanted it. So they lowered the price to under 600 million, about 593 million, and they found a buyer, Emerging Capital Partners, a U.S. equity fund which has lots of experience across Africa and experience in marketing and in this industry, decided to buy it in a fire sale. They bought it. Grand Parade, which was going to make a profit, despite the fact it's a loss maker, tried to sell it, announced the sale in February. But South Africa's Competition Commission, which is responsible for determining monopolies, preventing monopolies and oligarchies, stepped in and said that they are blocking the sale. 
Is this because ECP doesn't have the funds? No. Is it because it's illegal? No. Is it because there's something else wrong? No. The reason that the Competition Commission stepped in was the proposal, the proposed merger could not be justified on a substantial public interest grounds. In other words, the fact that 68% of the current ownership happens to be dark pigmentation black South Africans and the other group is a foreign company that has 0% black South African ownership means that that's not in the public interest. So this was the death knell to foreign direct investment in South Africa. We've already been told by South Africa's government that we will steal your equity, your property, your factories, your resources, the things you bring here with our expropriation without compensation amendment, which allows lawful theft of property from people in South Africa. That continues to sit in parliament and is being discussed even though it was supposed to have been sent packing because those behind the bill didn't turn in their submission by May 31st, yet it's still out there. That's the first sign. The second thing is now you've told investors not to come here because if you don't give your equity to black South Africans, kind of like Zimbabwe's indigenization law, then we won't take you. And it's not simply Grand Parade. Take a look at Starlink, Elon Musk's effort to bring affordable, high-speed, broadband internet service to rural, remote, poor, underserviced communities with satellite-based system. Already rolled out in the United States, $500 for the equipment, $99 a month, which is prohibitively expensive for most people in Africa and the developing world, but the prices will come down demonstrably as the subscriber base increases. In order to be licensed in South Africa, the South African government has told Elon Musk that he must give 30% of his equity to a black economic empowerment company. Seriously? So it looks like no satellite internet for poor South Africans. Thank you for the government of South Africa working against the interest of South Africans, especially black South Africans. But back to South African Airways, folks. Back to South African Airways. So what's going to happen here? No pilots, no flights, no money. This $258 million infusion is not going to last very long. What's going to happen? Who's going to be on the board? Will it be comprised of patronage hires? Patronage appointments by the ANC, most likely. That's why the government will retain 49% interest so they can influence what happens to the company instead of putting a third, keeping a third of the equity and putting it in a national sovereign wealth fund. Cyril Ramaphosa came to office, famously announced a national sovereign wealth fund a good 20 plus years too late, but he did announce one. Where is that national sovereign wealth fund? What's in it? Why is the equity from SAA put there to keep it out of the hands of Fikile Mabulula or Pravin Gordon? or Silver Ramaphosa, or Latuli House? Those are fair questions. Who's going to be the CEO? Will it be Shepo, or will it be Gidden? We will see. 3.5 billion Rand for 51% of a, an airline company that's been around for nearly eight decades. The taxpayers have been robbed, both with the management of South African Airways and with this sale. And I wouldn't hold out a lot of hope. There is some hope, the fact that we have an experienced aviation industry guy there. But the question remains, is the company black enough? <laughs> and there's other problems, folks. There are other problems. The Civil Aviation Authority must be addressed by this new airline and the Air Service License Council, which, by the way, has no members. The Air Service License Council, all of its board members, their terms expired. Fikile Mabula has been too busy and un nonplus to bother filling the board. So they may have some challenges getting their licenses to operate within South Africa and abroad. Folks, the dumpster fire that is South Africa and the flaming mess that was South African Airways, now 51% owned by the Takatso Consortium. 
If you're not a subscriber to Chris White Africa, hey, why not become one? Smash that button right down there. We're trying to restore our subscriber base back to 22,000. We have a very long way to go over what was taken away from us. Thanks for your support. God bless. And man, wow. Why does the government retain 49%? Good question.